Hello and welcome to the Nintendo Pipeline Podcast. I'm your host, One Up Muffin, but you can call me Jared. And with me today is... Hey, it's me. It's CMM. You can call me Clay, because my name is just Letters. Wow, amazing. Amazing. Uh, and with us today is a special guest. Do you want to introduce yourself? I am the incarnate of the best Pokemon ever, Connor, also known as the owner of Seafoam Gaming, but you can call me a Brakeson. Call you what? A Brakeson. Oh, okay. My favorite character in Pokemon Tournament. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Is that what you want us to call you for this episode? Yeah, just call me Connor. Oh, Connor. Okay. <laughs> Not a person. Okay. So today, in the spirit of the holidays, we are here to talk about holiday gaming memories and games that remind us of the holidays. Uh, so we're going to start with our favorite holiday memories. Um, we'll go around... Uh, let's start with um, Connor. Why don't you share with us your favorite holiday memory for gaming-related holiday memory? Dang it. I can't <laughs> hear about the time I got someone cold for Christmas. Okay, <laughs> I did get my cat cold as a joke, but in seriousness, my favorite holiday memory is um, pretty heavy to me. Um, so for those who don't know, because I do a web show about memories and stuff I grew up with, I had a very, very rough first eight years of my life, and in 2006, I was adopted, freed from that, and in better spirits. So that Christmas, I got actual presents, like more than, you know, I would in poverty. Um, so one of the things I wanted badly was a Nintendo DS Lite because Pokemon Ranger was coming out, and I heard you could do that to get some in Diamond and Pearl, which I was also looking forward to. So because of that, I was like, oh, I want DS. But my grandparents were like, well, that's expensive, Connor. You sure you don't want just a Game Boy Advance game? And I was like, I have lots of Game Boy Advance games already. I kind of want a DS to see what the hubbub is about. So um, come Christmas Day, I open my presents. I get a lot of fun toys and stuff. I got Hot Wheels. I got, like, I think one GameCube game I wanted. Yeah, Harry Potter Quidditch World Cup. <laughs> and Classic. Well, I opened all those games... And all the stuff I noticed, there was no DS. And I was like, that's weird. Then I think the fourth to last present I opened up was Pokemon Ranger. And I was like, oh my god, I got Pokemon Ranger. But no DS. So I was like, oh wow, uh, they're going to do this to me, aren't they? And sure <laughs> enough, after all the presents were opened, Grandma went behind a tree in the corner of the basement and pulled out a giant box. And I opened it up and a black... DS Lite was inside. <laughs> I spent all of winter break just destroying my new touchscreen with Pokemon Ranger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I got the Manaphy egg, and it had a timer saying, I think it counts how many days you've had a Manaphy egg. And I was like, oh my god, April, that's so far away. And yeah, gave me something to look forward to in 2007. And Pokemon Pearl was another game that made a DS for me. So... My DS relationship started with Christmas 2006. Oh, wow. That's that's amazing. That's really special. That is a nice story. I like that. I, I don't remember when I got my DS. I forget if it was a holiday present or like a birthday present. Oh, I remember. Um, I remember mine. It would have been around... When did, when did Mario 64 DS come out? 2004. Uh, launch day. Like what... What what month? November. Was that? November. So it, it probably was the holidays then. 
Yeah, I knew of the DS Fat when it came out because my mom and my aunt got a magazine that had it on the front, and I was like, Mario 64 on the portable? Please buy me! And my mom was like, we we don't have money. We can't get that. So I was like, okay. And there was nothing of interest besides that until Ranger came out because what else was I going to play? Pokemon Dash? God, no. I got um, Feel the Magic. I love Feel the Magic. Wait, is that the sequel to <laughs> XX? XY feel the magic or no? Like that, yeah, that game specifically. Oh, gosh. oh yeah, that's a great game. Yeah. Sequel is the Rub Rabbits, which is yeah, a great title. I haven't yeah. played the game though. Um, Clay, uh, do you want to share your your holiday memory with us next? Sure, sure. Um, I have a bunch over the years. Um, wow, we one don't that was for a bunch. W- wow, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> one one recently that. Uh, was a total surprise to me. I don't remember how many years ago now. Um, it's a similar, it's kind of similar to Connor in that it was like a Christmas present. Um, but my my folks surprised me with a Virtual Boy. A and, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, it it is beautiful. Um, <laughs> it uh, it was they they found it. I think they found it on eBay or something, and it had you know everything which was not like boxed or anything but like you know i had the the uh the eye shield and like all that stuff basically any any, everything that i needed to actually like practically use it um and i actually had already owned uh virtual boy wario land um for it i'd found it at a tag sale like several years prior and i just grabbed it because it was cheap and i'd always wanted to to play that game so um that day uh I spent a good amount of time uh, playing uh, Virtual Boy Wario Land for the first time, and it was it was very nice. That's really sweet. Like, I think I want to say it was like it was like in the twenty tens. So, <laughs> so, you, so you weren't you weren't exactly a young lad. No, I, was, I wasn't. I wasn't a young one, but you know, it was <laughs> yeah. it was kind of like uh, you know, I, it, it was a uh, it felt like childhood just being able to play. Uh, that game finally after all those years that's honestly really cool and probably before the virtual boy prices exploded because yeah. even like yeah in 2013 i saw one at a local game store that was an arcade as well it was like what 80 bucks i wish it was 80 bucks still yeah yeah i i, I don't know what it was going for at the time but i would have to assume it was something in that you know that Gaming price range gotten terrible yeah. I'm glad I don't collect anymore, really. Yeah, I'm glad I did most of my, yeah. or pretty much all of my collecting already. Mm-hmm. Pretty much um, the only, like, old Nintendo thing I ever got on Christmas that I wanted, like, his Virtual Boy, Donkey Kong 2 Game & Watch. Grandma <laughs> won an eBay auction for 25 bucks. Oh, and wow. I still have got That's it. amazing. I'm glad I did, because, Jesus, I could never be a Game & Watch collector yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's too expensive. So I'm curious, one up. What is one is you? What is your memory? Is it of the time that your parents smashed your Nintendo because you weren't doing your homework? <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I have a really quick one and then the real one. the The really okay. quick one is I was really excited for Mario Galaxy. Um, that was one of the first like games I was truly like excited for getting like over the holidays. Um, so I was very happy to get that, very excited. But the, the one I want to share that's more interesting was 
the the Wii launch, which it was like an early uh, holiday present since it was released in November. Ooh, yeah. Um, but we were looking everywhere for the Wii. Uh, we, were, we were looking and looking. Every store, no stores had it. And we got like a call. It was like, hey, like, uh, or someone was in line. We were like in line at like a Best Buy or something. And then someone was like, yo, I, I like, they're, they're out of stock here. But I heard that Toys R Us just got like a bunch of bundles. So we like booked it over there uh, to the Toys R Us, which is closed now, rest in peace. And I worked, right. I worked at this Toys R Us later on. Um, not relevant to the story, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we got there. Uh, I was so excited. We were in line. They said they had enough stock. You had to buy one of those uh, crappy bundles, though. Oh, uh, yeah. So they gave you, like, Joy-Con protectors, a stand. It's an okay stand. I know uh, Joy-Cons you... on the Wii. Or uh, the Wii, Wiimote. Uh, <laughs> the Wiimote covers, which I never used. Um, I, I always raw-dogged those. Oh, my I, God. I, I, I didn't like the, the Wiimote condoms. Yeah. They just they're uncomfortable. Uh yeah, but from like the the game selection they chose. I got Twilight Princess, of course, but from their their they made you choose from like five crappy games. And the one I chose was Raving Rabbids. Let's so go. I, I played more of that than I would have otherwise, but uh it's got some fun shooting gallery mini games. That's that's my holiday memory. That's better than Banana Blitz. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see the, I remember. The choices were like the Madden game raving rabbits and like some other just like terrible shovelware hmm i think i made an okay choice we uh or i camped out for a we at walmart um on like launch night which i guess is kind of holiday because again it, it was it was close i remember we i also grabbed raving rabbits um and my you know that cow swinging minigame yeah yeah, my friend was doing that and like smacked himself in the head with. <laughs> God, did did anyone break anything with their their Wii? I almost did. I got mine in two thousand seven because my mom got one. I don't know where she got one. Oh, how she afforded one, but she gave it to me as a late birthday present with Mario Party Eight because I wanted oh, Mario cool. Party Eight. And mm-hmm. I remember the first night I got home and played it, I shook the Wii remote for that stupid Soda game, and it. <laughs> It shot up and hit my fan right above me, and it spun around, <laughs> and I was convinced I almost broke the light bulb, but no, it hit the blade, which is made of wood, so I was fine, but that was scare. I, re- I remember the uh, the cow milking minigame from Mario Party 8. That's pretty much the only thing I remember from that game. I don't even remember that. You just had to, like, like uh, shake your Wiimote furiously. Yeah, see, Shake It Up is the, the game that comes up in every Mario Party 8 story, like... Before, it's hell. Yeah, before, before you even said that, Connor, I was like, he's going to talk about Shay. <laughs> <laughs> I um actually, you know, it's kind of funny. Excuse me. You guys kind of, well, we all kind of gave like, except for Connor, we all kind of gave like slightly like newer memories. I, I know that was, mm, I, well, I'm, I'm a lot younger than you. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm I'm aging I'm aging like milk during this conversation. I'm 23 um, and I feel like a fossil. I still remember the 3DS launch like photographically. Yeah, right. I I do as well. But like, oh yeah, but go on, Clay. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no. Um, 
I guess another game that'll always be associated with Christmas for me is Donkey Kong Country because uh, my folks um, got me the Super Nintendo with Donkey Kong Country bundle when I was younger. Um, They still make fun of me to this day (laughs) about that that memory. Um, And all the snow levels and stuff in Donkey Kong Country just remind me of Christmas. Oh, uh, oh wait, I I have I think I think I got my N sixty four on the holidays because it was like a joint present between me and my sister, mm-hmm. um, and we loved that. I forget which game we got it with. Maybe it was Mario Kart or, or a Mario Party. It might have Mario Party two. Mine, mine had a. I don't know if my folks got a bundle or if they like just picked something out. But the game that I got with my N sixty four was also around the holidays, and it was Diddy Kong Racing. Oh, great one. Yeah, I, I didn't get that till later. Most of my N64 stuff, that was in the days where we were doing a lot of blockbuster renting. So I didn't own a ton of those games until later. Like Mario 64, I think I just played from like renting it a few times. You know how uh, blockbuster you could like, they, you know, you could buy stuff too and sometimes they would sell the rental versions. Yeah. Um, I had the bright, brilliant decision to buy Batman Forever on Super Nintendo. Nice. Do you still play it? <laughs> that game is that is a game best left remembered, not so much played. And even even remembering it is a mistake. <laughs> Wanna know what two games came with my Super Nintendo I got at Flea Market? Mm, which ones? Batman Forever and Ultraman to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> so you also know my pain with Batman Forever. Yes, and I don't even know much about Batman to begin with, so imagine playing that game and being it the most exposed to Batman I've ever been besides, like, uh, the Justice League cartoon network show, I guess, or Crypto. Yeah, I, I don't watch much. Yeah, I, as a kid, I played the crap out of Batman Forever, and I kind of associate that game with Christmas, too, and I don't really know why. I think the movie, does the movie take place in winter or near the holidays or something? I don't even remember. The only Batman thing I've seen on TV is that 60s show, and that was a fun one. Oh, oh I like... love Adam West Batman. That's my favorite. Um, did uh, is there any like thing for you, Connor? So you you mentioned the um the DS Lite. Um, is there any like? I mean, I I imagine that Pokemon Ranger is kind of like a very like Christmassy game. For you, is there is there any other game that you associate with the holidays on on DS? On a DS, uh, well, I do remember like I got that Mario Miniland Mayhem game. That was a Christmas <laughs> oh, gift. Yeah. But I think one that was more noteworthy to me was the final Pokemon Ranger game, Guardian Signs. Because I have a funny story about this one too. Um, so you know, it came out like what a month or two before. Christmas, and I was a kid, I couldn't buy my own stuff. So I was like, oh, Pokemon Ranger, I want this, I need it. It was like 2009, 2010, so I was like begging my grandma, give me it for Christmas, please. And Christmas came, and I did not get the game, which is unusual because it was my most wanted game. I got other stuff, but I didn't get that one, so I was like, oh well. And you know, I just accepted it, and it was like focused on other things like my iPod Touch or whatnot. And then a day before we went to Minnesota for vacation, because we used to go up to the North Minnesota area to vacation in the cabin area, which like wilderness, snow, basically winter paradise for better or worse. Yeah, speaking oh, of places yeah. that will remind you of winter all the time, uh, Minneapolis. Um, 
no, we were like near Aitken, that high up. That's oh, how wow, high okay. we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically, I was like, oh man, I didn't get range of guardian signs. And then Grandma was like, oh, hi, Connor, come in here. And we went to the closet and buried underneath who knows what, Pokemon range of guardian signs left in a bag that she forgot to put out on the Christmas tree. <laughs> and so I got the game day before our vacation. And so I basically, the whole vacation, I marathoned the main game and had fun destroying my DS Lite. And it was on that trip that I found out my DSi shoulder buttons were crapping out because there was a stealth mission, I think, some in the snow that you had, like, go through. I don't remember. It's been ages since I played the game. And I think I had to use the shoulder buttons for something. And they stopped working. I was like, oh, my DSi is not doing good. So yeah, I went the, to the DSi shoulder buttons are not great. So I went to the DS Lite for a bit, so I could just beat that section. <laughs> Cause that's, that's cute. That DS Lite still works, still has a good hinge. The only wow. thing, the only thing bad about that DS Lite is that I was an idiot, and one Christmas I got a Nerf protective shield for my DS Lite. I don't know if you've ever seen one before, but they're yeah. like foam protectors. They're hard plastic that you put around the DS Lite. It feels good, protects it well, but one day I was like, I want to get rid of this. It looks spooky. It feels uncomfortable. I can't get it off. I don't know what they did, but they glued it on. They have hard plastic, and I'm scared if I whip it off, it will kill my DS hinge. So it's forever stuck. <laughs> yeah, those are a pain to get off. I remember we would have people come in and... Um, and trade in DS lights and stuff with those on it, and it was like wrangling the freaking thing to get, to get them off. I think I got the bottom piece off because my grandpa just dug his nail and whipped it off, but I didn't have him do it with the top piece because I was scared it'd break my hinge. Yeah, that's fair. My my DS light has a uh, has a cracked hinge, but it's not like it's not per- it's not super loose or anything yet. I gotta check my DS Lite battery to see if it's fat. I don't think it mm. is, but it still charges. But I wouldn't mind using it more often for um, Game Boy Advance stuff because it's a good Game Boy system. Um, so you you had um, you had another thing you wanted to talk about one up, didn't you? For the holidays, or or just you know we had we had another topic for today as well. Yes, so we want to go over I was just about to bring it to that. Uh the holiday games that remind us of the holidays and this could be either like like a holiday or christmas themed game or this could be like just a very like happy snowy thing. Just anything that reminds you of the holidays and I don't know if anyone wants to go first on that. Um I've got one that's a little unconventional. Okay. Let's hear it. So one christmas. <laughs> I must have been in like first grade. I, I always I associate this game with being like six years old or so. Um, my dad got me Mortal Kombat three, <laughs> the Super okay, Nintendo. Okay, nice. Uh oh. <laughs> and uh, I absolutely I loved that game. Um, it also scared the ever loving shit out of me. Um, and it started my my love affair with 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 mortal Kombat, but uh you know I, I was i was very young dad and i used to play together um we couldn't do like any special moves at all we we both sucked like real bad um but yeah it was kind of it, it has nothing to do at christmas it, it 
more has to do with just like murdering the entire earth but <laughs> I, I associate it with with christmas be, because of that mm-hmm. um and uh i can still hear the snes version of the the soundtrack and the the grunts in my brain and they're very not like the arcade version at all <laughs> i i really my my first thought goes to like the mario 64 snow levels just because yeah. like i don't know they're just so like very atmospheric and very like happy a lot of those n64 ones n64 and snow go together very well yeah you're right what do you think about the ice cave in ocarina of time Oh, it's wonderful. I actually didn't play Ocarina of Time, like, a lot until later on, though, so I think it's just less associated with me, but the Ice Cave is very nice and atmospheric. Um, the other N64, the one that really makes me think was Freeze Z Peaks uh, yeah. Banjo-Kazooie, which that song comes into my head, like, m- <laughs> more more than I'd like it to, but it's great. And that, that level is so just, like, always brings a smile to my face. Do you guys have any other ones that remind you of the, the holidays? I have one, if you're ready Let's for hear it. it. Well, I don't want to get too off-topic because I worry about being rambly, so I'll try to make it short. Emphasis on try. Um, so, I mentioned that in 2006 I was adopted, right? Um, one of the mm. first games I got was a spelling test reward in the fall of 2006, and that's Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Red Rescue Team. It's basically baked into my DNA that I'm a Mystery Dungeon fan. And one of the most pivotal moments in the entire story comes from a place called Frosty Forest, which is basically a very tough dungeon. For those who don't know, Mystery Dungeon's like a roguelike, but it's kind of kid-friendly. But the first game's not. It'll kick your ass. The Switch version, <laughs> not so much. But it still will hate you. Um, at the end of it, the boss is an Articuno that thinks you're invading the territory and wants to destroy you, and so you battle Articuno. Articuno is one of the favorite Pokemon of my mom's side, grandmother, my on my mom's side, who because the movie 2000 had an legendary oh, yeah. birds. That was her favorite bird, the blue one, because it was blue and icy and nice. So encountering that fight reminded me of my grandma, which was sad enough, but there was also the fact that it was doing the gauntlet of very intense emotional moments in the first Mystery Dungeon game and Articuno is one of the hardest bosses in the main story because she has a wound clear attack that if you're a grass type or a ground type will almost one hit kill you. Powder Snow is like a name that will scare the ever-living Jesus out of any Mystery Dungeon fan because Powder Snow is hell and so yeah I was a mudkip, my partner was a Chikorita. Chikorita got murdered over and over <laughs> and over again. And when I finally beat Articuno, it was weird because Articuno was like an essence of my past and the one I missed that was now departed. But I want to see more of the story, so I guess there's a bit of a metaphor for moving on from the past for me. And it's always stuck out to me. That dungeon, that boss. Even though the core game changed my life because the plot is really good and yeah being the ending just opened my eyes up and made me like break free the social anxiety I had after that whole adoption because adoptions are pretty hard for a kid to go through yeah I can only imagine 
That's I like amazing. how it's, I don't think any game has that that big of an effect on me. I like how I'm like, yeah, we killed people at Christmas in Mortal Kombat, and then Connor <laughs> has this like real like heartfelt memory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, another game. We talked about this briefly before we started recording, but the first game I will always think of when it's Christmas, despite having not played it, is Christmas Nights, and I really want to play Christmas Nights still. It's I've only seen videos of it too, but it has very, it it gets the vibes down very well. Yeah, isn't Sonic in that one? And doesn't he look all funny? Yeah, you can unlock um, Sonic in in Christmas Nights because there's like different presents that you that you can unlock. and the whole thing is kind of just like a, it's kind of just a demo for for regular nights, but it's so unique. It's it's a bonus stage more than a demo because it's not yeah. in the real game. No, it's not in the real game, but it kind of functions as yeah. like it was a promo disc. Is it like um, a reskin of another level, or is it a fully new level? I, I want to say it's a reskin, but I'm not positive on that. All, all I know is that when I see that Sonic model, I think a Sonic schoolhouse, and then I go. My name is Sonic. Click oh on me for help. <laughs> I had Sonic Schoolhouse as a kid as well. Um, and I don't want to even speculate on how much time I spent on that stupid game. That model will forever make me laugh. And also it's in Sonic Jam, I think. But it's maybe a bit different there. All I know is that the extreme model was used in Sonic Schoolhouse and that's just funny as shit to me <laughs> that is actually really funny because as a kid i have a lot of memories um reading uh there was this game magazine called game fan at the time was it game fan i think it was game fan i think game and they they had a three-part um feature on sonic extreme um i only had like the issue that was like part two or something but i'd always wondered as a kid what happened with that game and then found the sad the sad result when I was older. <laughs> you played a true Sonic Extreme though as a kid. You played Sonic Schoolhouse. The model lived on. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. You know, Jade Gully was it Jade? Not Jade Gully. Oh my god. Fun um, Gully. No, it was. I forgot the name of the winter area that was like shown a lot for Sonic Extreme, but I, I associate that with with Christmas a lot too for some reason. The the Christmas game I always think of first, even though I've also never played it, uh, is the Elf Bowling series. Oh uh, my god. Which I've heard is absolutely atrocious, but they've released it on at least DS, but maybe on other systems too. Is yeah, it on no. the is it on the Wii shop? I sw- not the shop, um, I swore I saw it on a physical disc. Maybe the- <laughs> Yeah. I wanna say it's at retail. I That's... I always found funny that the DS version is called Elf Bowling One Plus Two, as if you're getting two dramatically different games there. <laughs> Just like East Book One and Two. It's a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except I think East is probably a lot better. <laughs> at least I hope so. Are there any like pure Christmas like other pure Christmas games that like are like memorable or people have played i can't really think of many like true like holiday themed games santa claus saves the earth <laughs> no what no, was this no. there was this dos game i had as a kid and had as a you know a, a next stretch for what it was because it was you know downloaded or what or mm-hmm. you know on a floppy or something stole it was, it. you stole it i get it n- yeah i don't know if i stole it or not i'll be real <laughs> honest um it was uh, it was like 
Santa, you basically had to collect presents as Santa. It's like only like five levels long. It was made to be like played by kids, but I remember playing that a decent amount. It wasn't anything. It was just like a, you know, a normal platformer. It was pretty mm-hmm. for a DOS game. Yeah. I, I don't have much DOS memory. Like there's always DOS games that I want to try because they sound super interesting. But like it's generally the ideas are super interesting. They're like they're hard to get into though. There are two computer games I played growing up that stick out to me, and I don't think they are Christmassy. Pajama Sam and Donald Duck going crackers. I don't think there's snow <laughs> in any of them. <laughs> yeah, I I kind of associate Cosmos Cosmic Adventure with Christmas for some reason. I'm not really sure why. I don't know if it's the palette or or, or the sound. I don't know what it is. It's it's not very Christmassy, but like I just kind of imagine. I think I just associate like DOS games in general with like Christmas time, just something comfy about them. I'm trying to think of like now. I'm just thinking of like what's the best snow in gaming. Oh my god, um, man, there was one. There was a there was a game I had in mind, and it's kind of just completely slipping my mind now. I mean, you could talk about like you know the snow courses and Diddy Kong Racing or. Um, you know, oh, like... uh, I like that those holiday tracks in um, <laughs> Mario Kart Tour. Oh, uh, th- there's there's some actually good holiday tracks there. I forget the titles of them. I think yeah. I think Vancouver is one. Van- Wait, what? Yeah. The Real City? Yeah, yeah, there's Real City courses in Mario Kart Tour. Uh, those are they're generally pretty short tracks. Yeah. Um, but if I remember, I think Vancouver has like an, a lot of like lights around. It's very nice. Yeah, Van- Vancouver is probably the best of the city tracks. But they also have that specific Christmas track for tour, and I can't remember its name either. They bring it around at holiday times. It's a, a unique track. There um, is tour's pretty good. It's it's not it's not horrible. I just remembered something now that you mentioned Mario stuff. 3D World, um, there was this one level, I don't know the name of it, but if you've seen a speed one, you know it. So there's yep. this there's this level with the shoe and in the <laughs> yep, switch in the switch version you can be super fast already. My favorite level in the game is that level because you can just mash the crouch button, get in a shoe, and then not, I don't think it's a shoe, but it's on the shoe level. It's just, the ice, ice skate, I think. The ice skate, yeah. yeah. You mash the crouch button on the ice where the skate is, and then just hover jump with the Tsunuki suit, and you just, like, zoom all around the level until the warp <laughs> pipe, and it was, like, amazing. Yeah, I, I've, I've not done it myself, but I've seen video clips. That's that's a really cool level, too. You can, uh, in Mario 3 World, I think you can push snowballs around at some of the levels, too, and that's yep. very, very cute. You can throw them around. Yeah. And <laughs> that... that... And that, that game's, like, winter music is very Christmassy to me. It is, and it's honestly annoying to the point it's stuck in my head, so I don't know if I love <laughs> it or hate it, because it's like, da-da-da. I, yeah, I I hear it in my brain right now on, on repeat. And also it fits well with Toad's voice, because Toad's the fastest character, and you hear his oh, noise. Yeah. Anytime you crouch, so like I just hear whoa 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah, you know it's it's funny. There's there are actually a lot of like holiday. Oh, I remember the game. I was trying to remember. Mm-hmm. Um, that one stage in Elite Beat Agents. Every everyone knows. 
unless you guys don't know. But uh, I've only played a little bit of that game. I had it, and my cartridge bricked. So there is a game or a, a stage in there, and every every stage in Elite Beat Agents is like a vignette. Um, you know, there's someone who has an issue, and you have to go and help them or whatever. And this stage is kind of like the it's like the it's a little past midpoint. Um, but there's this dad who's coming home to see his uh, daughter for Christmas. Um, and uh, the long story short is that the dad gets into an accident and fucking dies. Um, <laughs> oh, so no. the, the game involves like conjuring his, his ghost essentially. Um, and the ghost like, you know, shows up if you, if, if you win, if you pass the game, the gate, the, the gift, the, the ghost shows up and gives the girl um, a gift. If you failed the game, the ghost just doesn't show up and the girl is like very upset. <laughs> and uh, it's a unique um, stage in, in that game because it has some some kind of neat like theming stuff going going up to it. Um, but I think it's most people's probably like most memorable stage in that game and it's directly a, a Christmas stage so I can't not think of that. Yeah, that's a good one. Wanna know what that story of like the stage reminds me of? Mm. The Jack Frost movie of the Living Snowman. Oh my god. <laughs> it's almost the same. Of the, um, the angry video game nerd video on the Home Alone game. Oh, that was good too. God. Yeah, that game looked really bad, but it's a that's a Christmas movie. Yeah, it is a Christmas movie. <laughs> oh, I thought of two other um, Nintendo sixty four ones that um, have very nice uh, snowy vibes, and they both relate to the Mario sixty four penguins. Uh, it's the the Mario Party three uh, board in the snow. Oh yeah, chilly waters. I I love Mario Party three visuals. They still hold up really well. I long to play um, it. The which one? I'd like to play it someday. Mario Party oh, it's 3. really fun. It it has like a little bit of like the Paper Mario look to it. Like it's got some yeah. like cool like it, it makes the art hold up really well because it's it's still like that pre rendered look of like two and one, but a little more stylized. Yeah, awesome. it's got like a pop up book mm-hmm. kind of yeah, thing it's, going it's on. It's very very cool. That might be my favorite. I'm I'm always torn between that and two. Um, but yeah, that one come up and then the. Uh, the murder mystery level in in Paper Mario sixty four uh, in the nice snowy village uh, is also another good one. Also relating to the little Mario sixty four penguins are in both of those levels. Nothing screams Christmas like uh, throwing the baby off the cliff. Yeah, <laughs> those penguins were the funniest thing to me as a kid because they always made funny noises. The mom was always like really picky and somehow knew that two penguins that looked the same were not the same. <laughs> and who owns that penguin that is not her baby? Because it just wanders around on top of like the <laughs> chimney. It's like, what? <laughs> I like to imagine that the, 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 the mother penguin just like knows the stench of her child. <laughs> oh. <laughs> God, does anyone have any... um? Any any last holiday memories um, they'd like to share? We got some extra time here. Animal Crossing GameCube was kind of oh my oh god, yeah. yeah. And I, I forget that. That's, I guess that's it's a great double vibes. Feature. Oh my god, 
because um, I got Animal Crossing in 2008 because I shit you not, I just want to play the NES games. And mm-hmm. I got addicted on the main game because the NES games <laughs> are hard to get without a cheat code. So yeah, I was like, are. oh, I guess I have to play the actual game. And I ended up falling in love with it. So much that when the neighbor moved out, I cried, like, oh. in, uh, intensely. So come Christmas, I build snowmen. And I think in order to get the snowman furniture, you had to build them perfectly or else they get mad at you. <laughs> And (laughs) it was really annoying because I was like, I have a perfect snowman. And then I said, no, you suck. And I was like, why? So I had my grandmother come in, the one on my dad's side I live with, for you know, so I don't make people think, oh, my grandma came back from the dead to help me with Animal Crossing. (laughs) That would be a Christmas miracle. Um, But no, she came and helped me because she somehow, I guess, knew how to build a snowman in real life and was like able to help me. And so, yeah, she helped me do that. And then City 4 came out because, you know, I got it for, like, earlier that December. She helped me do it in that game, too. And we had a great time together. And she even played her own profile with me. So I had to help her save Aww. and stuff because no <laughs> auto-saving back then. Right. Um, That's really nice. really good memories because building snowman's game, those furniture, was just a lot of fun. And it helped bring the family together. You know, Grandpa never wanted to play games. <laughs> I have cursed memories of snowmen mostly because i didn't i didn't do too much with them in the gamecube one but i did do a lot with them in new horizons and i've mm-hmm. constantly messed up perfect snowboys but, do they still get mad you you messed them up um they're not they don't get mad at you they're just more disappointed at your lack of finesse like He's like, oh, I was close to being perfect. They, like, lament their existence. Oh, <laughs> oh man, because in the GameCube 1, I swore they outright just were like, this isn't a white, like, a proper body or something like that. And they just, <laughs> they get really not nice at you, and it's funny. Yeah, I they, do I do like they that. They got a lot nicer in later games, everything. Yeah. I need to I... check out the, uh, the holiday uh, New Horizon stuff. I, I didn't check that out last year. Oh, there's a lot of it, because you have... Uh... So the, the snow boys you have the, the snowflakes that you can catch and then there's also the uh the ornaments that you can shake out of trees oh that's so um, cool i need those is the and, are the zodiac things part of that or no i think that's for new year oh okay that makes i forget sense. i forget how that whole thing works um but yeah animal crossing winter is like a whole ass vibe yeah oh my god they have like don't they have special music for it too um for like winter music i think on yeah. toy day you get a different song the gamecube one yeah 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 like jingle has his own um event theme um but yeah I, I spent a lot of time with with gamecube and and new horizons but with gamecube animal crossing in the uh in the winter i can still hear the like the snow stomp sound effect like when you're running through snow Oh, in in the GameCube one. Yeah, I to, yeah, it. I I can think of that crunch too. Yeah, yeah. I like um, with New Horizons. They kind of um, added some little things, like uh, you know, the Nook store like decorates with a Christmas tree and stuff. Little things like that. the The town center has a little Christmas tree. I have to check that out. I I really liked how snow looked in New Leaf. Like, the mm. 3DS just has this, like, weird filter on things. Yeah. And I, I like how that looks. It's it's a good... I can't even explain it. Can you describe, like, the 3DS? I... 
Yeah, I don't. I know what you mean, but like, I I don't know how to. It's like how how 3ds like candles like reflections or lights. Ooh, yeah, it looks really nice. Um, I don't play New Leaf as much because I remember when it came out and have voice candles. Like, oh, I'm out. But I do like how it looked, and a lot of 3DS games on that system have a nice look to them, especially in winter areas, because, like, Bravely Default and Bravely Second have the snow area, I think it's Adidas Homeland, and it's, like, really gorgeous. That's one of my favorites. Oh yeah. That game is striking in general. I like how that game, those games look. I think it even has a godly music track that accompanied the snow village, and, like, I want it on my iPod yesterday. <sighs> Snow snow music and winter music in games tends to be just really good. Mm. I don't know what it is, but it nails that that kind of that vibe. You know, I think of the Donkey Kong Country uh, snow area. Uh, I think it's World Four, um, but there's that. The second stage in there is uh, the ice cave. Oh God, um, the, oh, the D- ice cave stage. That, the DKC. Yeah, the DKC1 Ice World will forever be burned in my brain because of how a video clip of, I think, the outside stage where that secret barrel is to the top left of the yeah. opening. That stage will be burned in my wetness because it's associated with the most legendary meme in video history. And that's, if you don't like Donkey Kong Country, you are stupid. <laughs> From Bill, <laughs> the, the Clinton Lears. That navigator oh, yeah. show. Oh my god. That's so good. Because that, 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 that rant is what he says over a clip of like him going to the bonus level of that stage. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't get enough of it. We should I, bring back gaming in the Clinton years. God, he, he did come back briefly. <laughs> he did. He did gaming in the Trump years. And it was like zero time dilemma. And I think people didn't like it because it spoiled the ever-living crap out of that game. <laughs> Like, without warning. Oh my god. And then he did some ARG that was, like, weird as hell, and then deleted a bunch of videos, then reinstated a bunch. He reinstated them all, and then just vanished from the internet. It's weird. He's a weird guy. George Wood. Yes. Can't believe we're talking about George Wood on the holiday. (laughs) (laughs) Last last game for me uh, is the... um... The Super Nintendo uh, Mario um, All Stars. I, I really like those um, those snow levels. That's that's my last thing. Oh, and in, in the in Mario One, Mario One and Lost Levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They added some nice themes to yeah. that. I can't I mean, play that, that, that first version, game. Looks, but... Oh, okay. it feels weird. Yeah, I yeah. was gonna say Mario One has snow, and then I remember. Wait, Mario Brothers Deluxe got rid of it. It was All Stars that had it. Yeah, only All Stars. Um, I grew up with the Lux, so that's just my version. Yeah, yeah, Deluxe is Deluxe has like really cool features. It's just so limited by the size of the screen. Yeah, I never had All Stars growing up. Oh, I'm sorry. I played at I'm a friend's. <laughs> I played at a friend's house growing up, and I liked it. And then they released it on the Wii. One of my this is just a stupid, I was stupid as a kid moment, but I remember being so worried because my Wii had a bad um, dualist da- layer, laser. Oh, yeah. That I emailed Nintendo's customer support before the Mario All-Stars pack came out, and I was like, can you please tell me if the game will run on the Wii without a dual layer lens? I'm scared Mario 3 is too big for the Wii. 
<laughs> I'm not kidding. I emailed Nintendo worried sick that like all the Mario games on that disc would like be too much for the Wii to handle. It's like I think the smallest game on the Wii disc size because it's like a worm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, that's so funny. They charge fifty dollars for a like one megabyte ROM. It's tragic. And I thought it was dual layered as a kid for some stupid reason. <laughs> I'm sorry, like, I, Madam. When I was a kid, I didn't even know what dual layer was, so you were ahead of me. Yeah, I only knew because my Smash Bros. Brawl acted up, and I looked up, mm. and they were like, "Oh, yeah, the lens is bad." And I was like, "Shit, I have to avoid dual layer games." <laughs> so yeah. no Metroid of M for me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you, my, you didn't miss out on much. My uh, we we camped out for Smash Bros. Uh, Brawl, and one of my friends went home with it, and her we decided that it didn't like dual. Uh, layer games, so that was a fun day for her. Oh no! <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. That was I. I unless anyone has any last minute things, I think. Oh, okay. It's time I have, to wrap it up. I have one final okay. turn The basically drop fast. So okay. Gates and Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Gates Infinity, the fourth Mystery Dungeon game in the PMD subseries. Mm-hmm. That final dungeon is a gigantic ice palace, and for Ooh. me. It wanes out as probably the best ice level in any game ever because it has the best music as you approach that final hallway. I can't spoil the final boss because he knows ridiculous it must be seen to be believed and the story is good. But the music, holy shit, it's like, I can't describe it. It's like, it feels like true final music as if this is the final battle of all destinies and afterwards you will just... <laughs> This is the end of everything in life. And it's like stuck out so much to me that even with Super Mystery Dungeon being my favorite game of all time, that Gates and Infinity final dungeon song, honest to God, I told my grandma and I still have this planned. I want it as my funeral song. It's that climactic. I just... The Ice Palace from Mystery Dungeon Gates and Infinity is the pinnacle of all ice levels just because of the epicness and the finality Dang, I'm going to have to watch that on YouTube because I suck at those games. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll see a video of that. In my mind right now, I'm I'm seeing another uh, Christmas-associated character. Even if it's not Christmas, but it's snow, and that is uh, those bear chase levels in Crash 2, um, (laughs) which are all snowy. But there's that that giant bear with the the really smug look on his face, and that's... uh, that's that embodies my Christmas spirit right now. I feel it. Well, from from us at Nintendo Pipeline to everybody, uh, we hope everyone here has a great holidays. Um, if you'd like to hear more of our content, you can go to our YouTube channel at Nintendo Pipeline Podcast. Uh, you can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, etc. We have a blog at nintendopipeline.wordpress.com and there's also a link to our fantastic Discord there. And I wanted to thank uh, Clay and Connor for being on this episode. And um, Connor, is there anywhere people can find you online that you'd like to share? It's my moment to shine. 
Um, <laughs> but in all seriousness, yeah. Hello, everyone. It's me, Connor, from Seafoam Gaming. I want a review website I've done since 2014 where I cover indie games, big games, and just games I find need to cover. I'm going to do a Valis Collection review tomorrow on the website. You can find it at seafoamgaming.com. And my YouTube channel, where I share more memories like I did today, I have a Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team episode, in fact, that goes into more detail, youtube.com slash seafoamgaming. Like seafoam islands and gaming, together, one word. That's where you can find me. And I'm on Twitter, where I ramble about Nintendo Switch Online all the time. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you again for coming on. Yeah, um, thanks for being here. Yeah, so happy holidays, everybody. And we this... Well, we will see you again in 2022. Yep. Um, I think our first 2022 episode will be a Game of the Year spectacular, so look forward to that and other fun things planned. I expect Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Exploration Team DX to come out late next year. I'm going to bet on it. <laughs> and if it doesn't happen, right. I'll cry. We're going to we're gonna pin that as like the 2022 like prediction, like this out of left field, it just happens. Yeah, the the patterns are there. They did a sequel hook. I I, I did that like billboard of all the lines that connect random conspiracies. That shows that there will be a mystery dungeon game next year, or else I will, I don't know, turn into a nicket or a Pokemon I hate. You heard it here first. I will change my persona. I will change my persona to Nicket, the awful fox Pokemon <laughs> from Galar. If there's right, no mystery you, dungeon. You heard it here first. That's the prediction, and we'll catch you next time on the Nintendo Pipeline Podcast. Thank you. Bye.